can confirm that he can count to 16. I can count to 16, which is uh, a new high for me. That is a new high. Welcome to episode 16 of To Be Discussed, the low quality Salty Studios podcast. We've got a special guest, Grady, on the yeah, couch so today. Grady, Grady's back from a previous episode. We had him, what was it, second or third? Yeah, it was yeah. Justice League. Justice League. That's yeah, a, about has Justice anyone been seen the ads for that? That's out in soon. We should probably do a viewing just <laughs> and have a relook of it. Yeah. Yeah, I see the all, all the deleted scenes and all the stuff that was made. Actually, that might, be, yeah. that might be better. And then we've also got Oliver here as well. I've been uh, as always, usual. Yeah, as usual. Um, and then Addison and myself, Chris, the usual team. We got, so, we, so we saw Black Panther. Yeah, we saw Black Panther a couple of days ago. It was a Friday. Today's Monday. I saw it again on Saturday. You've seen it again yeah, on Saturday. Yeah, I saw it again on Sunday. Yeah. And you guys are just the one views? Yeah, one, yeah, view, one views. Because I don't believe in confirming man cognitive biases by watching it again. That's a lot of words for a movie. Yeah. <laughs> or, or if you're conscious about hey, they, it. These guys always give me shit for overly explaining things. Yeah, no, good point. Such a nerd, what do you know stuff? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot we work for a, an entertainment thing that reviews casually nerdy things. Yeah. yeah. So Addy's got a structure for today. How about you yeah, run us yeah, through that? Yeah, so uh, to begin with, we're just going to talk about the uh, real quick synopsis on the film. So what it does is it carries on after uh, Civil War. Oh, by the way, by the way, spoiler warning, if you haven't yep. seen it, we are going to get I'll into try detail. To leave, I'll try to leave the spoilers to a minimum. We uh, might get into a little bit that detail. I'm about to spoil something. Expect them, though, because there's some things you have to hit on that yeah, you yeah. can't really. But yeah, that's, so, that's your final warning. So we will put that as a timestamp, so roughly about, yeah, 1.45, you're all clear. So uh, basically the synopsis is it, it carries on after Civil War. Uh, so it's, it was Prince T'Challa, but now he's about to be crowned king. Because his father passed away in Civil War. And uh, so it picks up in Wakanda, which is his his home, home country. And uh, yeah, so and then it, it goes into a, a bit of a power struggle for his own kingdom. And he obviously we get to see a little bit more about the character himself, you know, his family members. We get to see the country of Wakanda. Uh, rather than it just kind of being mentioned in the previous films, and Wakanda forever, Wakanda forever, yeah, I and um, yeah, and we get to see like uh, a bit of the culture, which is pretty cool, and yeah, I actually just quickly before I start, this could be debated, but I honestly felt like as if because it was world building, Wakanda kind of played as a character itself, which was I was impressed about. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, I'll get on. That's to just it. my opinion. Yeah, well, obviously, we could cover that later. Hopefully, it doesn't go Zakovia. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, that character died. Well, what it managed um, to do um, was this film, like Wakanda is such an iconic Marvel staple. In it makes me wonder how they went through so many Marvel films without actually having yeah, it. Yeah, they make they make brief reference to it. Because it's the same initial thing. Yeah, well, they, they made a reference to it in, uh, there was a map shown as an Easter egg in Iron Man 2. Iron Man 2, so, Captain America, his shield's made of vibranium, all that kind of stuff. But Wakanda itself... Is such this? Is, I guess is such this iconic place that they needed to make it feel special, make it, make it feel like fleshed out. Once again, Grady is the resident comic book nerd, hence why we brought him onto the show today. Uh, I, I personally disagree with that, though, as like it, it was it was such a staple in in the comic books because from from what I've read, I never felt like Black Panther was worth anything. I didn't really think that he was a, a very interesting character. I find him to be a little bit more interesting in the films. Um, but and Wakanda itself as well, I just didn't really see it as an interesting idea 
in the comics. At one, it was it was made by Stan Lee back when Stan Lee was, I think, one of the head editors. Yeah. Uh, Stan Lee and somebody else. I can't. can't Jack exactly. Kirby. I'm pretty sure Jack Kirby. Yeah, Kirby. yeah mostly, it sounds about right. But I think you know, it showed up early on with like they were uh, they were bringing in Fantastic Four to kind of come be uh, like associated with Wakanda, which was pretty cool. Yeah, but, oh, that's right. Black Panther was a Fantastic Four villain as his introduction, wasn't he? Wakanda. Uh, no, 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 not Black, no, no, Black, Black Panther. Panther. Uh, from memory, uh, here and there, like because. Wakanda is, is his it, own nation. He's, he's just kind of, for me, I consider him as always being just the more submariner of Africa instead of Atlantis. Yeah, he's um, he's Atlantis, the king but, of know. its of their own kind of not rogue nation, but independent nation. Yeah. And so he's always doing best for his Sov- country's sovereign, sovereign nation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, of best of his kingdom's um, interests. Same as Namor. Same as Aquaman. Same as all of these characters who have their own people to lead. They yeah. can do what's best for their people. Sometimes that doesn't align with the Ven- Avengers or Fantastic Four. So I mean, he... Thor's done it in the comics. He brought Asgard to Earth. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, anyone that doesn't read that, that was a um, uh, was Doctor Doom. Has... And then he kicked the shit out of Iron Man. He's got Latveria. Latveria. Yeah. yeah, Doctor Doom's got Latveria as well. Might yeah. be Doctor Doom. That's more like, oh, you can't actually get me. Diplomatic immunity. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. It seems like every single Fantastic Four against him goes that way. Yeah, yeah. I, I find. <laughs> yeah, personally, because of the whole uh, intertwined with Fantastic Four, and everybody liked Fantastic Four, especially. Uh, I, I always mention uh, when I talk about Fantastic Four as one of the things which I don't like is Awesome Android, who was one of the goofiest, stupidest like enemies in the in, for um, Fantastic Four, and I didn't really enjoy it. Because they just kind of seemed like they were that typical superhero, spandex, that sort of thing. <laughs> and so I didn't really care about their story arc until the Illuminati story arc, which yeah. was... Um, oh, dude. That, were, that was pretty cool. Yeah, that involved like a couple other really smart characters. But anyway... This is going to happen. So, so talk about comics and then go yeah, on track. Yeah, so anyway, this, like yeah, the, story, the, uh, the story, it was... I enjoyed the story for the most part. Oh, sorry, we'll, we'll start off with Chris. Um, so we'll, we'll keep it in a circle. Oh, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. All right, so we'll go around. Um, story-wise, if we go down the story... Uh, personally, um, one of the things that I, I honestly think is overlooked a lot is that people... Yes, it's superhero genre, but they're actually filmed as specific things. Ant-Man was filmed as a heist film. Um, they wanted uh, Winter Soldier to be something more along the lines of the Manchurian Candidate. Yeah, political espionage. Type this one, re- solid. Yeah. yeah, this one really did feel kind of like yeah, it was actually this a very pol- kind of a political film with the, the superior aspects. I kind of for me, I liked that aspect. So I felt there were some weak aspects of the story. I felt like it it feels like two films. Like you got the first half, which is really good, and you got the second half. Oh, yeah, I mean, you've got the. Um, you've got, Killmonger doesn't. You've got the villain arcs. Yeah, Killmonger yeah. doesn't. Like, Michael B. Jordan is fantastic as the villain, personally. Yeah. Like, he was great in Creed. He was, was the only redeeming thing about Fantastic Falls when he was um, Human Torch. I think, like, as, a overall, as an overall story, probably about. I'm seeing about a seven. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's. They've really used the superhero genre to give way to other great genres like this um, espionage thriller type feel Mm. Um, again yeah Michael B. Jordan every scene he's in he just chews the scenery he makes it his own it's so good he commands Um, it I do love that this is the director I believe it's Brian Coogler Ryan Ryan Coogler Coogler. Ryan Coogler's um, third film 
and he's worked with Michael B. Jordan in every film he's worked with. So these, this director and this actor have this really good rapport and he knows how to get the best out of um, Michael in his performance. Um, I would say that, you know, yeah, it can get a little bit, you know, two, like two different stories at different points, but I feel like um, that's kind of the studio meddling in. And every review I've read, they've been like very high up, been 4.5, I think. Um, Rotten Tomatoes has a 97% right yeah, now, which is huge. pretty good. Um, so yeah, it's just all in all for me, a great film. The cinema score came out as well. It came out as an A+. It's the second superhero film ever to receive that score. What was the first one? Avengers. Hey! The first yeah. Avengers. Well, I uh, regarding the story, it was, I found it quite linear, to be honest. Um, of course, the two story arcs, they didn't overlap necessarily. It feels like an anime. Yeah, having arcs. Yeah, yeah. it didn't. Because, I mean, your first arc was Claw. Claw arc, you know, Killmonger you had the Claw arc, arc yeah. and then you had the Killmonger arc. And, but what... I find about the story that really stood out to me personally was only the villains. I didn't really care too much about the story of T'Challa because especially, and I think uh, Oliver and I have spoken about this before, was in, in, in regards to the story, I, I didn't see it going anywhere for T'Challa. All I could see, the only turmoil that I could see was for the villains. The only, the or for only, the nation. I, not necessarily the nation. I didn't. Um, I'll get to that later. But yeah, cool. but um, the I, I didn't really see the story as something that was enjoyable when, for the good guys. For the bad guys, though, it was so much more enjoyable for me um, because I care. I was very invested in the characters, and I wanted to know their story. I wanted to know where their arcs were taking them, where they had brought them from, and so it was really cool. And it was to see this kind of double episodic thing. I didn't see the stories overlap at all. Uh, there was really the let's introduce, um, let's introduce Killmonger during the the scene where they take out, which is a brilliant scene, by the way, the one where they're in the the museum and they take away that uh, vibranium, vibranium, uh, vibranium, vibranium, yeah, 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 like war pick thing. And I thought that was pretty good. That was a really cool scene. Um, it grounds the characters. You've got you've got two of the bad guys right there and then, but then it just kind of carries that one bad guy, and that's cool. Uh, and that was Claw at the time. Really enjoyable. And Claw, I felt like in this story, and in the Marvel stories, much better uh, than in the comics. Can I quickly interject? To me, back just quickly before we pass on to Oliver and you finish, did if the plan to get into Wakanda was to kill Claw and just give him his body, why didn't he just kill Claw then and then, then and there? I think he had that also as he did the reveal of his underlip, like all Wakandans do. That would have been his first... Um, trial. He also had his ring. I just think that um, knowing that Claw is wanted because they sent the Black Panther after well, Claw did, is a pretty good ticket in. Like it just happens to a Did Claw tell him the um, the location of Wakanda straight away, or did he tell it later? I mean, it could have been. It could it's have been hint, something it's more hinted at that the dad already said. Yeah, it could have been. Something so that was my idea for the story. Uh, we'll go to Oliver. Well, just on that one last point, it could have been something more along the lines of a first and a last resort plan. So his first plan, because, you know, his, his ultimate goal was to sow the seeds of war around the globe. And his first goal could have been not involving Wakanda and just doing it by himself by smuggling out the vibranium. And then that's why he turned on Claw in the second arc and was like, well, you know, stuff it, I'll do it myself the hard way, you know, as it were. But, you know, um, as for the story, 
as a, a casual viewer would probably see it. Yeah, it was a pretty good self-contained story. I mean, it had a definitely beginning, a sort of rocky middle and an end. Yeah, well, like I said before, sorry for butting in, but like I said before, it felt very linear for me. Yeah. It was point A to point B. Point A to point B. There was not much... I, I Even I don't argue that. To middle content. Of the year. But, uh... Yeah. So I think we're all finding... We're actually agreeing on something for yeah, you know, so Um As a franchise fan, though, it, um... It, I reckon the story fell flat, honestly. I had no tension. We all knew that like, nothing was going to happen to Black well, Panther. We've, we'd already we seen all knew that nothing was going to happen to Wakanda. We've all seen the trailers for Infinity War. Yes. Drop that. I reckon if they'd kept the first um, arc and kept um, Claw alive, done him as the entire first arc, and then introduced Killmonger at the end of it, setting up tension for the next film afterwards and after Infinity War, would have been a much better arc. But the way that they just executed it with, you know, the... Oh, he's been thrown off a waterfall. He's dead. He's not dead, guys. We all know yeah, he's not dead. Yeah, we know dead. that he's in the Anyone film. that cares about the franchise knows he's not dead. They've seen him yeah. in the friggin' trailers. The trailer for Infinity War plays before the movie. I know. Yeah. Which is... Which is why I said, I said before that the only tension that I could feel was for the bad guys. Yeah. It wasn't for it wasn't for the good guys. Yeah, I knew who will live? Excuse my French, but they're fucking okay. <laughs> they're safe. <laughs> they're, the supporting cast, though, you didn't know who was going to make it. Um, oh, you, you, you were yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the weakest de- supporting cast I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, I've got a, I've One got a death. One death that actually mattered. And it wasn't even a franchise character. It was a single character. We'll get, we'll get, to, that the the we'll get to that in the characters. Yeah. yeah. So characters is going to be next. Yes, no, I so hated finish it. Finish up the story. No, I hated, <laughs> I hated the story. It was, I reckon it was very poorly written. Well directed. You know, he did well to salvage the yeah. script, but I uh, know I hated the story. It was too self-contained and didn't take into content the yeah. sort of greater arc of yeah. the okay. Avengers. So just quickly, I gave it a seven. Grady, I give it a solid eight. I'm an optimist. All right. So this and is just for the story. story. Just for the story. Oh. For, the, for the story, easy, easily uh, explained. Uh, I'll go a six. Cool and Ollie. Yeah, I'd go a six as well. Like it's awesome. it's definitely. So not we're all we're all thinking that it's 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 it was okay. It was, it was, okay. It was, it was serviceable. Awesome. It was serviceable yeah. for what we were given. Uh, easily, like it, it can sell lunch boxes. Awesome. Uh, anyway, so characters. <laughs> let's move on to characters. Chris, let's see the highs and lows of the characters. Uh, the best ones. Or the Andy, worst ones. Andy Circus and Michael B. Jordan as Claw and Kilmore by far the standouts. Martin Freeman. I've been hearing a lot on the internet. Was Everett Ross needed? Yes, Everett Ross was needed because Everett Ross was the way of getting Wakanda to the UN, getting that setup scenes in the end credits. I thought Martin Freeman played that part excellent. I think Martin Freeman is a great solid option. Um, Chadwick Boseman, from what I've seen of him, really enjoy him. The supporting cast, I agree, was weak, but I re- did really like the little sister. I thought the little sister, Shuri. She, yeah, she kind of had. Um, she would be. A, I've seen this. She would be a great Riri Williams. Hmm. And yeah. for those who don't know that, that is the current... Is it current? Not anymore, but Not anymore. she's Iron she was, she was Iron Man for a while. She was a female Iron Man. Iron Heart. Yeah. Iron They've Heart. done that with all of the superheroes. Um, yeah. yeah, Jane Foster is Thor for a while. Yeah. Um, but well, the real standout, the one I keep going back to, is definitely... Um, oh, I can't remember. Julia Bassett or whatever. The last name's Bassett, the mum. Yeah, the mum I really enjoyed as a character and her performance as a deliverer. Forrest Whitaker for what he did was also really cool, um, and the dad in this in the um, the small scenes was nice. But I, if I was to pick any that was my favorite, it would be uh, oh, I can't remember his name. The best friend, 
You could see the pain. The bloke in blue. Yeah, you could see his pain. All I kept calling him because he was in Skins, in the in the UK version of Skins. He's called Kenneth. All I could go was like, oh, it's Kenneth. I can't remember his actual name. <laughs> yeah, but he was um, the pain. He wanted Claw. He's, he, T'Challa's dad had let him down for yeah. so long. And he expected different of T'Challa. And T'Challa promises him. He breaks that promise. And then he goes and like, do you know what? You can't do anything. Kill Morgan can. He beat you. I'm going to... Like, I thought that was really solid. I thought yeah. he was good. So, characters overall, yeah, I'm probably going to give this going to about the seven as well. Yeah. Some strong performances, but like you said, the support cast was kind of... Um, though Man-Ape was pretty good. Uh, I don't think they're going to call him Man-Ape. I'm not going to call him Man-Ape, but that's, I know He's him just, as Man-Ape. Yeah, the leader of the Jabari tribe. Yeah. Um, I... Yeah, again, villains stand out. Um, Claw and uh, SoundCloud. SoundCloud. They give you the SoundCloud link, my friend. Don't worry about it. Um, yeah, I, I stand out. They were really interesting, really funny. Um, I actually found Chadwick Boseman um, to be really like he carried um, in the scenes that he did play. I think I feel like he carried himself with a certain like monarchical rule, but it's also very hard to do humor in some of that stuff. So I think his scenes with his sister Shuri where, you know, they do the what are those and all that kind of stuff, all that kind of, you know, weird stuff. I think that's really cool to see this kind of more human side to a monarch. Because all this time you see in the comics that T'Challa's this king and he never gets that time to be weak or or human. But his best moments are when he's human. And uh, I just just love how... You know, Chadwick Boseman had to invent the accent. um, Because this is a nation of people who were never conquered. Mm. So he had to invent this accent for people who spoke, um, never spoke English before, learning this English language. And so he kind of had to carry this entire nation and this entire franchise on his shoulders for this movie. And I think he stepped up to the plate brilliantly. Um, That being said, yeah, supporting cast was a little lackluster here and there. Lupita Nyong'o, I would have loved to see more out of her and her character. Um, But yeah, I just... Just loved the film, really. And the characters, I felt like, interacted with each other really well. And, you know, you got that little Marvel spit and polish of the little, like, nods and bits that take you out of it at some point. But, yeah, I reckon this is Marvel at this point. Yeah, well, that's that's how I, I've, I feel about it. When you sort of be a little bit positive about that, it's Marvel at this point. Honestly, I fucking... Excuse my French, but I fucking hate <laughs> what Marvel are doing to script writing. It's... I felt like with the characters... Um, I felt like with the characters, it was, I didn't really like anyone but the bad guys. Killmonger was absolutely fantastic, he was an extremely grounded character, he had, he had his own set of rules, you knew that, it was grounded, he, you watched him as a character, kind of, when he, when he did that scene where he takes the heart-shaped herb, and then he goes into that scene and you, you talk to his dad. His dad was a bad guy that as well. That was such a good that, scene, actually. Like, honestly, yeah. honestly personally, I, I love that scene and I love how the characters talk to each other and you see him this him as a kid, that child actor, did really good. And then him, as an older version of the child actor, did really good. And his dad did fantastic and they both kind of really pushed this emotion and you can tell, like, I, I'm not really into, like, po- uh, political pushes in films or anything like that, but you can, you can see, like, there is... Um, a harsh harshness towards their demographic, especially yeah. like African Americans. So having them do that, I mean, you've got all this symbolism as well. You've got one of Public Enemy's best albums is in a, is in 
a poster on the wall and they walk past that so you can mm. tell this is a group of uh, people that that are like I mean Public Enemy were fantastic for that they push that and these were the embodiments of that and that's what I loved about Killmonger as a character he was absolutely great anyway yeah, great, yeah. Um, I just want to point out before we move on again further sorry um, whenever we see T'Challa in that dream state He's just in the jungle. He's just in the, on the trees with the panthers. Yeah, and when to he see, him, he went to the ghetto. To like see he Eric, he was... No, but he was also outside was the jungle scape, was the plainscape. Yeah. And then inside... It, yep. it's, there's it's there's kind of, a lot of symbolism. It's representative of dual nationality. Yeah. Of he, and he, he belongs to two different That's why places. I loved his I character. never even thought of that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's why I that's said there was, there was so, so much good. symbolism. That's there was awesome. so much symbolism in that scene. And I think that easily is one of the most powerful scenes. That was a scene where, like, I'd already sympathised with him. He, I know he's a bad guy. Yeah. But is he necessarily a, bit, no, a what, bad what, what guy? What killed yeah. me, though, was... This is what I didn't like, was I preferred Killmonger over T'Challa. I thought T'Challa, personally, was crap. I thought he was a garbage character. He was this Mary Sue. He's got... His entire life has been handed to him on a silver platter. You've got these magical abilities. He's crap without them. Like, this guy who's... From, from this hard, hard, gritty upbringing, his dad gets killed Chicago. by his uncle. Yeah. yeah, comes up in like in hell, you know, and then and he joins the CIA. He goes and like he's in university student, a graduate university yeah. student. He's extremely smart, and and he scar he scars himself. And that was a beautiful thing about the character as well. Was like he still had that little part of his nationality there, mm. you know. He a lot, lot of a lot of scarring goes on in, in African traditions. The yeah. line where he says, "I took life for my own brothers and sisters on this very continent." Yeah, to get there. Yeah, so he's he sacrificed. The thing is, he sacrificed. You've got he's already grounded. He's got this backstory, and then you've got this arc of him being in power. But I liked that. But I didn't. I didn't like, and as, even with. As far as it goes with comedy, Andy Serkis, natural comedian. Everything oh. he did was absolutely funny, and it wasn't that typical Marvel did it, did it, did it, did it, did it punchline. Ah! I hate that about Marvel films. I know that it's a staple, but it doesn't mean that it should be there because it draws me away from the film. Yeah, I didn't like a lot of the supporting cast. I didn't. I didn't like how everyone spoke English. That was just a thing for me. I prefer to be immersed in a film. Um, I did love every time they had that made-up dialogue, the Wakanda dialogue. I'm not sure if it is made up. It could be like a different uh, African dialogue, there might uh, be, dialect from another country. There, there might could be, be different bits. Of could be influences of stuff. But that was beautiful listening to that, listening to those, um, to the phonetics. It was it was awesome. It was really, really engaging. Um, but I didn't like the sister. She was funny. She was quirky, but you need that quirkiness. So I'm okay with that. But the rest of them, they felt 2D. And probably my biggest hate is either T'Challa or the the ape. I don't like him. I thought that he was unfunny Mbuckle. and didn't really Mbuckle. need to be there because it's like, oh, he was there for five seconds before. Now he's here for five seconds to have a laugh. Uh, anyway, Oliver, what did you think of the character? <laughs> Vegetarian. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, shit joke. I, I love that joke. And I love it. Characters. Characters. I mean, yeah, I, I said it before. I think this was one of the worst supporting casts of any Marvel film. I didn't like them. They just felt really 2D and standoffish, and we didn't get to see many human aspects of a lot of them other than, oh no, I'm sorry, and oh no, shit's gone bad. Like, mm. I've seen that in every single Marvel character across the entire franchise. I'm done. Pepper Give me Pot, something a bit like more Pepper interesting. had more dimensions. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, other than the little sister, probably my favourite supporting cast actor, and... 
that's about it. See, oh, the sister I, got, I forgot Forrest Whitaker was in it. Yeah, see, the sister commanded the screen as the her first scene she's on. She's she's punchy, she's witty, does, does that. That was the thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I, even I thought that was a bit, like, silly. But uh, anyway... For, um, for does that to all our audio listeners, what was that? Just yeah, yeah she you can see she flips off. First, first, yeah. first scene she's in, she gives the finger uh, as like a little smart aleck thing to her, uh, and then apologizes to the mum, who's soon not to looking be king, at her. soon to be king. Um, next one, this is something which I had a massive problem with, uh, and take it away, Chris. This is about special effects. What did we think of the special effects <laughs> in the film? Um, I'm on your side of the ship. God damn, it was, some of it was horrendous. That final fight between. Killmonger and Black Panther on the rail. That was horrendous to look at. Yeah. Like the basic ragdoll effects we're, su- we're implementing in our game that we're not even happy with. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like some of the stuff was impressive. Um, some like you. Here's the weird thing: some shots of the city were awesome. Other shots, that is clearly a green screen. Yeah. Or, or like that's clearly just been painted in there. So other shots, some close-ups, awesome. Next shot, that's a green screen. Like it, it was is, so fifty-fifty. Didn't feel like there were sets involved. You know, a lot of the time. The transition between CG Black Panther and mocap suit Black Panther was horrendously bad. Yeah, there were so many points at which I was like, "That's CG," and then he's real again, and now he's CG again, and now he's real again. And see, or even if it wasn't, like it seemed like it was, which see, is even worse. See, I can agree. Like, I think that's one of the few points we may. All the ground, I'm not sure. Um, Second point. Um, yeah. yeah, is that... Yeah, I, I, I honestly it didn't fill up to snuff for a while. All the water. All the water I've ever seen in that, in that film was worse than anything I've ever seen beforehand. And it's not that hard to do good water these days, guys. Like, and that waterfall thing was so unnecessary. They could have done that with a really nice set. And not see, have this enormous amount of CG water gumming the place up, and it looks terrible. See, that's as the well. thing. Like when I've watched it, it is actually a set. That area, that wall, or something, that is yeah, that a little, set. That wall and, then, set. and then you but just they've set it into this massive drop. Yeah, drop, the backdrop is all CG, and you can yeah. tell. Yeah, stands out like when you've got real rocks on the ground and on the walls against the CG background, where they've got rocks as well. You're like, yeah. I, can I also actually have to nitpick that scene from like a practicality standpoint. Did they all spend like 25 minutes climbing up that damn wall yeah, to gonna, get onto the next like, viewing platform? I, I saw that when like, I was watching the film and I'm like, this, it looked like it took about you know five minutes to drain the waterfall. Did, that, did they all like climb down there or like did they have ships drop people off on their proper little viewing platforms? That's, like, yeah. Just I the admit, ergonomics of that shot, I was like, that makes no sense. I admit that that's nitpicking, but I also see where you're coming from. <laughs> It, I just, it just took me right out of it. Like, when I saw, like, it did the big pan up of, like, here's this epic coliseum. They could have done it in an actual coliseum that had been built down there and left down there by their ancestors. That would have been really cool, because, like, yeah, here's our deep, ancient ruins that are actually super advanced, because we're so cool and, you know, have all this advanced technology. Well, I guess Ollie and I don't need to give opinions on this matter anyway, so we'll hand it over to one of yeah, you guys. Right. Great. Um, special effects for me... I'm, I'm not a big special effects guy. I like a lot of practical effects. So Mad Max Fury Road. Mad Max Fury Road. Uh, some some of the Star Wars films that aren't ridiculously CG'd. Um, Muppets. I love Muppets. Muppets. Um, yeah, yeah, you can't get wrong with Muppets. Any, or Sesame Street or anything like any, that. Anything with realistic effects. I like the original Jurassic Parks as well. Um, just those, just those, that realistic stuff. I, I really can appreciate in a lot of films. But um, honestly, 
Probably I don't know what's wrong with me. It didn't bother me as much as it bothered you guys. Um, We've got an eye for it now. Yeah, We've watched I, enough of these CG like, films. <laughs> the single biggest thing that's ever bothered me with a CG effect has been Superman's face. That's it. That's I just, this <laughs> legitimately. This legitimately felt like Ryan, um, Ryan Reynolds' um, Green Lantern. Yeah, like some of the CG in it, and sometimes times like the Panther's suit. suit. Yeah, absolutely was just like yeah. that looks. See, I wasn't even I I, I wasn't even focusing on the Black Panther pa- Black Panther suit. I was so in, but like I love all the other things the characters were wearing. Like I love some of the costuming in this. Um, yeah, like the actual costumes were yeah. fantastic. Yeah, like, the actual that's like costumes were amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I love the costume. I love the wardrobes. I loved, um... I wouldn't be surprised if that's Oscar nominated. Yeah. I loved everything that kind of... The whole point of Wakanda is this tradition and tribal, um, culture mixed with the future. Well, that's all of their clothing does stuff as well. In the film, all of the people, like, different tribes with their different styles of garb, all of them have abilities. Well, I would say, yeah, one really cool, the, the, um... The shield things. The shield cloaks... Such a cool concept. That, that just reminded me of um, the shield from Mass Effect, which looks identical. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> such a cool thing. But I, I like the tradition and traditional senses of all the costuming and all the mm. all the scenery. They, they've yes, they've embraced this technology and this um, like life granting substance, vibranium, but they've kept it so traditional and so cultured. And that's that's what I really like. This I, it, it doesn't blend all the time, but when it does blend well, it blends really well. I actually didn't deal with vibranium very much when I was reading the comics because I was always more of a fan of like Thor and all that with stuff, the, which, yeah. which kind of cool yes. superheroes. Yeah, it, but, <laughs> which you know didn't deal with the vibranium much. I feel like they've like really stretched the capabilities of vibranium, making it this like ultimate energy source, yeah. indestructible sort of uber rock because it's because... really hard to have a substance. Thinking yeah. from like an actual physics point of view, yeah, that is both a stable metal and actually gives off energy. Yeah, it was it was more vibranium was more of this um, in the comics. It least. just feels like magic in this in this one. It literally just felt like they it's boiled it down. To, it's a magic rock. It's unobtainium. Yeah, um, it does literally everything. I did call it that during the screen. Yeah, but in the comics, because they always in the movies they put this big emphasis on how it's a vibranium shield from Cap, but. In the comics, it's an adamantium vibranium blend, mm. which is why it's so powerful. They just didn't have the rights to adamantium, so that's why yeah. they just went pure vibranium. We're going to make this huge deal about this substance. I, I guess. Which doesn't that make it like even in the own the words of the film incredibly unstable? Yeah, I mean that's why it bounces and is so volatile and reactive. You know, it's part of it and it absorbs shock so well. I don't, I don't know. I really don't. Maybe like something in the temperature. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it it's, absorbs it, kinetic it, energy it, really great. It's, it's redstone from Minecraft. Does everything. It's redstone yeah. from Minecraft. <laughs> does everything. Does everything. Does everything. Um, I guarantee you, uh, in the comics where uh, Ultron was building his actual body out of adamantium and vibranium, um, it was so much more powerful than just this vibranium body. They just had to step that the properties of this thing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Anything else to add to the special players? Not really. Um, just really love the costumes. Yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll break one up into a couple of things. Prepare to, prepare to cop it. Uh, the sets, the we sets, only have a limited amount of time here. Well, the Remember sets that? that actually were, you could tell were proper sets. Like, for instance, there was a street street part where they had this kind of cool little kind of funky hipster-esque town, which was <laughs> going on. That was cool, but it was instantly destroyed by these 
crappy bullet trains made of made of two second grade CG, CG going over the top of it, and I was like, you know, this sucks. Uh, I loved I loved the the costumes. I thought the costumes were fantastic. There was that one guy who had that lit plate, but he had this sexy green suit as well. Yeah, that was really cool. That yeah. Um, uh, T'Challa's uniform was fantastic. His mask early on was so cool. Um, I loved on like I'm so happy that they used Claw as a human rather than the garbage Claw which they have in the comic books where he's made of solidified sound, which is trash. Yeah. But anyway, he's so much cooler as a human and actually interesting. Um, and I loved loved his um, his outfit. The costumes were fantastic. Um, but the costumes in action. With the with the special effects in the in the fight scenes and the the choreography, I'll get to the choreography in a second. But but with the with the fight scenes and how they kind of filtered everything, the fight scenes looked so plastic, and they looked so for me anyway. They looked so like we just got these two D things that are pasted into here, and that looked really annoying for me. It's, it's the shaky cam took me away from the action there wasn't a, like when there were action scenes it didn't feel like action early on first fight scene you know black panther jumps down fights people in the dark i can't see shit and then which they come to at the end of the film they wrap it all up by having at the very end two black suits in darkness fight each other in cgi looks like crap it looked absolutely horrible i couldn't tell what the hell was going on um but they were purple but, and gold. They were colour-coded. Well, they were colour-coded. It doesn't matter. They were still dark in darkness. It, and when they fell down to fight each other, to go all the way down to the ground, looked crap. The purple glowiness of of the um, suit made it even look look more campy, you know? The um, the special effects of the driving, I, I felt like the spe- they really dumbed down on the special effects. It almost felt like they tried to do a lot of practical. Like, you can see there was so much... So much passion for practical effects in this film, with, with some of the sets, some of the um, some of the outfits and that sort of thing, and and like the wonderful um, like laboratory set looks beautiful. Yeah, and you can see someone there had had a, a heart for that, and then it feels like they gave it to test audiences and they said, "Nah, it needs to be plastic. Let's put a bunch of <laughs> CG in there," which is what they did for, for instance, films like. The Thing, 2011, The Thing, where it was all practical. The practical I love, effects I love were practical. Yeah, yeah, practical effects were great, even for the very original one. Um, and then they ruined Still it with the, CGI. I'm undisturbed to this day from yeah. watching that film. But they ruined... No, in the 2011 um, prequel, it went to hell because they ruined the practical effects. Um, also, with that copy and pasted people on the side of the rock, like you said before, like how did they get there? I don't care too much about that. What I care about is how garbage it looks. There's all these people there, and it just looks like the camera pans up, and they look so fake, and it looks pathetic. They, they, they look like a crowd in Madden. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> it looks like I'm, I'm playing THQ's uh, WWE SmackDown vs. Raw 2007 again, and there's like that box uh, play out crowd going, yeah, the guy behind me can't see you with like the John signs. 316. Yeah, 316. <laughs> um, and, and now with... Oh, yeah, with the fight scenes... T'Challa fights Man Ape, well not Man Ape, sorry, uh, in the Bucky. water, in the water, and again, the shaky cam and the action is being masked by water. 
It's splashing everywhere, and I can't see a bloody thing. Also, the lack of impact on... Actually, that's something... Yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah. The, um, the special effects of getting stabbed. Yeah, there's no yeah. wound on his there's chest. There's no wound, there's no blood. He gets stabbed in the chest, and then, then they, they cut to it, you can see his chest, and there's just, like, a red smear. Like, honestly, in between those shaky cam action water bits, when it came to the T'Challa versus uh, Killmonger, that was cool, because Killmonger, the, the actor, I can't remember his name, but the actor, like, has a very noticeable presence so when he does things you know he's got kind of got this like he he acts into it you know he doesn't just do this really poorly choreographed thing uh choreography as well uh the very end choreography started to go downhill i didn't um just a bunch of cgi killmongers fighting all the red ladies and uh four of them are standing there so the choreography is already crap and there's one fighting and then like one will jump back in but when they first start off that fight they all get to a position and they all jump and fight together. And so I kind of thought that was crap, like split seconds of watching them and there's four standing still. Um, so it, I didn't, didn't like this. I thought the special effects were the weakest point in this film. Uh, I wish they had more practical effects. Definitely more practical effects. I mean, I even loved it. The hand, like... Uh, claws. Claws hand. Oh, yeah. claws Sick. Hand. That was cool. That was what we did. For, for me, that was like my, a dummy hand, which is yeah, what it was. Yeah, like, and that's why that was my favourite piece of special effects in the film. Everything else, though, just felt cut and pasted on, especially bloody hell, the rhinos look like crap, but right before the rhinos, when he takes down the ship and he stands up, King T'Challa stands up, meant to be this king. He's about to take back his nation from someone who, by the way, rightfully took <laughs> under their law. No, he just no, no, he didn't did yield or die. He no. did not yield or die. No, well, bloody hell! It was assumed There's, to be dead, so someone, the battle was assumed to be won. So yeah, well, someone, someone jumped in, and I, I still don't know the actual rules for this. But does that mean that if they fight together one on one, does that mean anyone can jump in? Because that's what happened. And then they're like, "Oh yeah, okay, that's okay." So that guy rightfully got stabbed. What well, they did admit that they, it, they, they, did, they, did, they did admit it wasn't a proper trial by combat. They didn't because he's like, it would take weeks yes, to set up. No, they said it. They said it would take weeks. They said no. They said it would take weeks to set up. And he's like, no. he does like, I don't need weeks. We'll just do it. I just need him. Yep. So they did like a rushed one. There was Done. no ceremony or anything. That's okay. That's okay. For where, it to where's still the actual ruling? To be illegally binding. Yeah. Like, where's the actual ruling? Anyway, so oh, so I didn't really care about that, but um. The, when, when King T'Challa kind of like takes back his kingdom, he's meant to be proud, he just took down something, he stands up over this awfully CGI ship, he stands over it, and he has this really weak posture, his shoulders are kind of clenched. His shoulders are hard, he's, he, his yeah, arms he's like, are like he's down, real, close real weak, and he looks real skinny, and I'm like, what the hell? It would have been such a great power pose to get up there and like strike this awesome like perfect arm, power, shoulder, back power pose moment. Flex. Come out, come out, crawl over it like you're actually pink, like Pink Panther, <laughs> like you're actually Black Panther. You come over and you look cool. Instead, he comes over and he looks like he's, he's still he's trying leering. to get. He's literally leering. Yeah, he looks like he's trying to get the courage to ask someone out on a date. Like, <laughs> looks pathetic. Um, anyway, now to what I think some of us are going to think is one of the most interesting points. Is the soundtrack. Chris. Chris. I love Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. I love Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. The compo- Whoever the composer was did an excellent job. A lot of the beats and a lot of the sound design was really punchy and hit. Um, where some of the hits were happening and the... And the um, 
and where he was placing certain effects and drum sounds and like large hits um, was really punchy but like Kendrick Lamar's original songs stole it for me All the Stars Pray For Me yeah um, when Pray For Me starts with The weekend as they walk into the Hong Kong um, nightclub I was like yeah I've been listening to this like for the past like month so hell yeah um, overall nothing to write home about Besides the original songs. Yeah, the OSTs were fake. That's just... That's like... When All the Stars plays at the end of the credits, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. All the Stars. Hell yeah. Kendrick Lamar. Again. Yeah. Done. Mm. Yeah, that's all I've got to say. And apart from that, it was really... It was really Marvel. It yeah. was... Serviceable for what was happening. Yeah. Greedy. I was... Um, actually, I was sitting next to my roommate, Khalil, watching this film. Okay, and... That's... He and I, whenever it would get into it, I would just play, like, we'd get ridiculously into it. I'm very difficult to watch a movie with. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. It, I, I know. I was sitting next to you guys. You did not shut up through so much I, of that. I was I, so I, close to being like, shut the fuck up. I, I, get, I get excited when the music starts playing. I just, I, like, I was just, like, kind of, like, dancing in our One seat, movie just, we went to, I can't remember what it was. Try Tony Blonde. Him. He was sitting next to me. He was going. Tony Blonde, man. Beautiful <laughs> soundtrack. He was going like yeah. this the entire fucking, and all I see in the corner of my eyes. If I like if I like the music, the if I there. like the music, I'm a dance and I dance. Whip your glow sticks out next time, man. I will. I will rip without laser lights. <laughs> but yeah, if I, I danced, I liked the music. It was good. Cool. Um, I thought I love I love trap beats in uh, <laughs> in a film. Uh, I was a huge fan. I was talking to Oliver about this the other day. I'm a huge fan of old school Wu Tang Clan, and I loved watching videos. Even like today, a lot of newer newer hip hop songs, people were. Uh, back them up by adding fight scenes into them. There was that um, Black Beetle song which came out and they had that do the Black Beetle thing and they like stand there in front of each other posing like they're about to fight each other. And that's cool. And I think thanks to Wu-Tang Clan back in the day, a lot of hip-hop goes really well with fighting. So I would have loved to have seen more widescreen fighting shots with sick beats going on because those beats are wicked like one on ones um, yeah just just or like scrolls. just like not a, even not, a, even not, a, not shaky cam but yeah. having something like more like um john wick you know you can see the action happening oh, actually yeah. happening and then you've got I this like then you just got this like or something like just really cool that's kicking it you know and then it looks good but i didn't like how there'd be this scene which is really trying to draw emotion from you and then there's this sick beat kicking and i'm like what there's just like, I just don't know what to do, man. <laughs> like, I didn't care. I was like, dude, stop it. Anyway, Ollie, what do you think um, of the soundtrack? Yeah, I loved all the insert songs. It's all like good music. I would agree with Addy saying that like some of their placement was a bit off. Yeah. Um, but overall, I thought the sound was great. And yeah. the entire film is probably one of its stronger points. Yeah, that's the music. Um, what's the next on the agenda? Uh, final comments. Yeah, final okay, comments. so we're so reaching quickly, the, quickly reaching what we liked, what we didn't like. Yeah, reaching the end of the uh, stream. Um, so, yeah, we'll talk about it. Overall, um, I'm going to give it I'm gonna give it a, I'm gonna, an 8, I think, overall. Um, I think the characters definitely did really well with what they were given to the story, while the story wasn't amazing. Um, definitely enjoyed it more my second time viewing and really... Being able to study the film. You always do this. <laughs> I always, yeah. Dude, I am a film student. Positive confirmation bias, man. I'm it's a, a thing. I'm a film student. I don't, I can't watch something or assess something once. And minimum, um, I've watched the, something like three or four times. 
I went back to Justice League the day after we watched oh, it. Just, to, just to I'm, gonna, I'm gonna send you a YouTube video on cognitive bias. No, no, we watched we watched it we watched it in um, media. Everyone said this will be thrown in your face, so how to avoid it? I'm like, yeah. And you've you've always said I just got that lecture in my head now, in the back of my head, just like, yeah, everyone's gonna throw it in your face. Um, but yeah, look, because my second my second viewing of Justice League, I didn't hate it as much. So. But <laughs> so Black, Black Panther. But yeah. Black Panther, um, yeah, I solid film, loved it. Second time, um, overall, probably sitting about the middle range for me. Um, it's definitely not as strong as my personal favorite, um, which is Ant Man. Ant Man is my personal favorite Marvel movie. Just um, I just but, felt like that film was like one giant running man. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give it an eight. Yep, great. Yeah, I'd say about an eight as well. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed uh, this movie. Um, I don't reckon I'm ever gonna give any superhero movie a ten. Uh, just personally, I don't think there's ever gonna be the perfect. Just the intro. Ragnarok was really close to Ragnarok. Me that. Yeah, that oh, was yeah. the closest it's gonna get. That was the closest. Like, but, like, or Ant Man was like um, those two to me as my standout levels. I'm, I'm giving it this high score just purely based on the characters and in particular the villains. Um, yeah. Just quickly though, I would have given Justice League a five because we didn't do a podcast with the Justice League podcast. We didn't get this in depth. What would you two have given it just quickly? Oh, five, six. Yeah. Fair enough. I think it was six because it was just campy, campy trash fighting each other. It's what I expected from DC because they weren't pushing a lot. Anyway. Um, yeah, cool. I like this so with with uh with Black Panther, what what I liked, um, definitely the bad guys. A movie shouldn't even have me root for the bad guys more than the good guys. That's what kills me. Is that that they were the best part about the film. I didn't like a whole lot else. Um, but personally, I'd give it a four. Not not a Ooh, big fan. Wow. Not a big fan. But also also I want to talk about this. Is I think that if you're going to review a film. You should review it if you've seen it. Most of Rotten Tomatoes, and I went through all 40 pages of them, most of Rotten Tomatoes things, if you go through them, I went through 40 pages the other day, and they were from pe- most of them were from people that hadn't, the movie wasn't even in cinemas yet. They were like, this is going to be a good film, five stars. Don't tell me that ain't some bot shit, or that's some losers trying to push some stuff. Also, the drama surrounding it. If you give it a negative thing, you're a bad person. Bullshit. Yeah, you're a racist if you yeah. like. Yeah, oh, so you know that, that is the elephant in the room. That know. is the elephant in the room. Is that oh, you can't review this film? <laughs> you know, is is that yeah? And it's it's a big fucking elephant. Oh, excuse me, but it's a big elephant. You can't dislike this film. Do you want me to tell you what unless you're nerd? an extremely bad person. I don't like this film. I can watch it. I've watched it twice. I can watch it, but I can watch this. As much as I can watch, I cer- certainly don't think that it's a bigger, bigger part and bigger message of like the political things. Not a bigger message as, for instance, the color purple being the, one of the most fantastic films of all time. Whoopi Goldberg and Oprah Winfrey both doing fantastic jobs in that film. But this, this mm. film, I felt like it had this shoehorned politicism into it, which definitely brought it down. But the only good thing which I saw about this film. Definitely was the fact that I can just chuck down popcorn, or in my case, smuggling some KFC in the cinema. <laughs> you did, didn't you? And eat some KFC while watching it. Um, but it's a four, but those four points come from the soundtrack and the bad guys. Everything else, I thought, sucked. Fair enough. Righto. Holly. Um, I think I'll give it like a tentative six and a half to seven. So like we'll, we'll say like 6.75. 
<laughs> Getting yeah, real specific. Sure. Um, this yeah, strongest points are definitely system. the soundtrack, the villains, um, and I don't know, some of the choreograph choreographing work was pretty strong. Some of the cinematography was really strong. Some of, the, well. some of, some, yeah. some of it was really strong, others it fell down. I really didn't like the writing, I really didn't like the way it fits into the overall, you know, MCU universe because it just doesn't. We like, really it, needed to put a Black Panther film out yeah, before it, well, it before. felt. Infinity it was definitely War. not a Iron Man 3, which in my opinion is the worst MCU film to ever screen ever in all time. Yeah. That's a three-way tie for me. Incredible Hulk, Thor 2, all that. I actually, the thing is, I enjoyed Thor 2 because um, it was just a straightforward as film. As far as I'm concerned, oh. the Incredible Hulk doesn't exist because it's not the Banner Hulk. <laughs> so, um, But no, yeah, I, th- I thought it was alright. I would, I would recommend it. We'll, to a casual cinema audience, but you know, right. quick. No, well, quickly before we finish up, I just want a quick thing. Everyone, just say what your favourite superhero film of all time is. Chris, go. Uh, to be honest, it's four. Come back to me. Let's right. go, Grady. The Incredibles. The Incredibles. That's awesome. What? That's a fucking sick. That's movie. literally like was one of the options in my head. Yeah. Um, I thought we were limiting it to like MCU for me, stuff. For me, it's no, 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 just any superhero. Right, film. For me, Blade Two. Done. Blade 2? Blade 2 was amazing. It's perfect. Oh. Every scene in that film, every shot can be redrawn as a comic. And I've tried to do that before, but it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> and also don't want to get sued. Oliver? Um, I would have to say either like the two Guardians, because you know they're, they're really good. Or Thor yeah. Ragnarok, Double just hands down, one of my favourite films yeah. that's a superhero movie. Um, Kind of, you could kind of lump it into the genre, but I'm not going to lump it into it. My, it would either be like Ant Man or Dark Knight. Yeah, what were you going to lump in? I was going to lump in because some people have actually lumped Scott Pilgrim into kind of like yeah, that can go. It's a comic book, and I and I love. Oh, it is actually yes. I like I love Scott Pilgrim to death. Yeah, Chris Evans is in it. I'm a huge Scott Pilgrim fan. Chris Evans, he's in he's in like tens. of As as generic as it sounds, Dark Knight really did pave a way for some how to really take these characters and do some do some gritty shit do just do justice no just do a a story do a fucking fantastic because like I said people are like oh it's another superhero film it's a mob film it is a mob film 100% it's a a noir film it's a noir mob film it's a neo noir film it's it's sick and so yeah as much as it's probably going to be either Scott Pilgrim Ant-Man or that like there's a three way type and that's why I was struggling Credibles is up there as well. Credibles too. I'm incredibly keen for. So yeah. Uh, so we'll um, anyway, yeah. thank you very much for listening. Yeah. We'll be streaming. Um, we're not sure. We'll be doing Dragon Ball or Injustice Two. We haven't decided yet. Um, These are going to be known as the spoiler cast now. Yeah. <laughs> this video, this um, so stream is happening tonight at Twitch.tv/SaltyStudios. You can watch the stream and listen to the podcast simultaneously. Uh, simultaneously. Also, we are just. Due to demand for some reason, I don't know why, we will be uploading audio-only files of the podcast to YouTube over those coming weeks. So it's going to be a static image, but people have been that asking... That is something I was going to bring up. People have Sorry. been asking for it. Um, and we yes, I know, it's on iTunes. We are looking at getting it onto the Google Play Store. We are trying to sort something out for you guys. Thank you all for listening every week. I'm Chris. I'm Grady. I'm Addison. I'm Oliver. And thank you for listening.